Yes, hello one, hello all, and welcome to the Politics Mostly podcast. I am your host, Peter Ramirez. Folks, I got big news. I got some big guests coming on the program. People who are like uh, verified on Twitter and have like Wikipedia pages. These people want to come on this show. Can you believe that? <laughs> I, listen, I wasn't lying when I told you guys this shit was putting up big numbers. Um, listen, quick episode today. Trains going by, ignore it. Um, let's talk about inflation. Let's talk about inflation because anytime I hear a Democrat talk about it, I want to take my hands and go through the TV and kind of shake them a little bit, you know? Not in like a menacing way. I'm not talking about Biden before the Secret Service comes after me. <laughs> It is amazing how good Republicans are at trying to blame inflation on Democrats and not, you know, the pandemic and supply chains and everything going on outside of Biden's control. But really, the Democrats need to fundamentally rephrase the inflation debate around two things. Okay? And instead, they seem hell-bent on going on defense, saying things will get better when they haven't. And, you know, just trying to play defense off Republican bad faith talking points. And that's not going to work, okay? So this is actually part political strategy, because I think going on offense and getting back into what makes a Democrat a Democrat will be a good thing. But also, it's also it also makes sense if you look at what economists say about, you know, reasons why prices are going up. And I want to highlight two things. The first thing is... Corporate greed. It's a story as old as this country itself, right? And, you know, the interesting thing about Republicans is, you know, 10 years ago, you say something like corporate greed and Republicans are like, oh, there you go again, Marxist, blaming the private sector. Um, you know, we love the private sector. It's all about the free market. We need, you know, this is an enterprise country. And... Now, Republicans are kind of like, oh, corporations are woke and and shop small. You know, <laughs> it's really, they. I mean, Republicans used to defend any corporation doing anything anywhere, period, because they're corporations and are inherently good, according to the Republicans. Now, um, corporate greed, right? Let's, I want to take a look at a few companies, right? Let's talk about Starbucks for a second. Starbucks announced they were raising prices. So I did a little research. Last year, <coughs> they had a 31% increase in profits. The revenue this year is up almost 20% to over $8 trillion. I believe that's $8 trillion. It's eight and a lot of zeros. Their CEO, the CEO of Starbucks, had his pay increase 40% last year, 40% pay increase, and he now makes $20 million. Okay. Your profits, now people are saying, oh, things are more expensive, that's why the numbers are up. No, 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 these are profits. 31% increase in profits. They essentially took half their CEO's pay and gave it to him again. And now they're saying you, the American consumer, need to pay more for your coffee. Okay, that's not Biden's problem. That's not a Democrat problem. That's frankly not even a supply chain problem. 
The problem is corporate greed, and Democrats need to do a better job about talking about it, right? Another big one, Kroger. Now, luckily, I don't have any Krogers here uh, in New York, where I am, but Kroger profits are at record highs, and they just announced price increases. And this isn't gross money coming in. We're talking about after-the-fact profits where they account for all their expenses. The stock for Kroger is up 36% in one year. And the CEO got a 45% raise and now makes $22 million a year, which is 909 times the amount of the median worker for Kroger. By the way, 75% of Kroger's workforce is food insecure, 63% can't pay their bill, and many of the employees are on food stamps, which you and I pay for. And this is the company that wants to increase prices on the American consumer. Not out of need, not out of need, because if they were tightening their, their uh, belts and facing all these economic pressures, then how are they making so much in profit? If prices are so high and the economy is so bad, then why are they giving their CEO a 45% pay increase? Okay, Democrats need to go on the offense about these explicit issues about corporate greed and the wealthy ruining this country and, to, and, and inflicting rising prices onto average middle-income people in America. Okay, And can we talk about the second thing, too, which not like no one's talking about? You know, one of my big things economically is being a, being pro-competition, right? And it's so ironic because there used to be a time, back when I was young, where Republicans cared about the free market, right? And a big part of the free market is competition. And for some reason, Republicans don't really care for competition anymore. But in order for the free markets to work, consumers need choices and a free market and rational decision-making. And increasingly, what we're seeing is consolidation, right? Now, this I could do a whole hour long on the airline consolidation. You know, go, pick any set. The food sector is highly concentrated now. It, it's just, it's not good. Because if you only have one or two options to purchase something, then you know, that company could just raise prices because they don't fear a competitor being able to undercut them. Okay, I mean, this isn't like I'm reading weird blogs. This is economics 101. So on top of corporate greed, which is a big factor into um, why prices are rising, we need to talk about monopolies or near monopolies, right? I think they're called oligopies, where it's like, you know, Pepsi and Coke, right? It's not technically a monopoly because it's two, so it's like a duopoly, right? Or an oligopoly. oligopoly. Um, let's look at, for a second, Procter & Gamble and Kimberly Clark, right? These are household names. If you buy stuff, stuff that's manufactured, you've, you've given some money to these guys over the years. So back in April, Procter & Gamble announced it would start charging more, from diapers to toilet paper to pretty much everything, and they cited, quote, rising costs for raw materials, such as resin and pulp and higher expenses to transport goods, end quote, right? 
So that's 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 their excuse. We're rising. We're going to raise prices, um, and we're going to give that. We're going to extend that rise in cost to the American consumer, right? P and G, Procter and Gamble, made huge profits, right? In the quarter ending just this past September, after some of its price increases went into effect, it had a 24.7% profit margin. And Procter and Gamble, who was complaining they didn't have enough money to eat the price increases, spent $3 billion in that quarter, quarter three last year, buying its own stock, something called the stock buyback. The only reason P&G can do this is because they face almost no competition, right? If you want diapers, you pretty much have to buy from Procter & Gamble or Kimberly-Clark. So was it a coincidence that Kimberly-Clark, the other diaper and toilet paper maker in America, because remember, there's really only two, announced very similar price increases for very similar reasons at the very same time. So now their profits are up too. You see, if there were 10 diaper makers in America and a few of them raised prices and a few of them didn't, the free market would fix that. Consumers would flock to the lower priced items. Instead, we're going to raise prices, have 25% profit margin, and buy back $3 billion of our own stock. That's the problem when there's not enough competition in a free market society. And they weren't the only ones. Look at Pepsi and Coke, which I was just talking about. Pepsi, also in April, said they were increasing prices for ingredients, freight, and labor, right? That's their excuse. However, how much did the company make in 2021? $3 billion in operating profits. And it's doling out almost $6 billion in dividends to shareholders just last year. Pepsi doesn't face any competition outside of Coke, and so they can do this. They can raise prices. Raise prices on average Americans, make you pay more, and then they take that money and give it to their shareholders. Now, Coca now you're saying, well, what about Coca-Cola? What if they kept their prices low? Wouldn't that be good for their business? No. They have so little competition, Coke being really just Pepsi, that they said, okay, if our only major competitor is raising prices and making all this money, we're going to do the same thing. So Coke announced very similar price increases at almost the exact same time, and their profit margins rose to, wait for it, 28.9%. Okay, this is the pattern we're seeing in the American economy with rising prices. And most Democrats aren't talking about it. They're talking about, oh, chips and cars and the supply chain. No, fuck that shit. This is, the, this is a tale as old as time. Greedy corporations using the pandemic as cover to jack prices. There's so little competition that people are forced to buy their artificially high-priced items, and they're reaping the rewards in profits and CEO compensation and stock buybacks and profit margins, okay? And what's a consumer going to do? Not buy diapers? You're going to not buy? You're going to have a kid and not buy diapers? We're trapped. 
we're trapped. And on that lovely note, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, send this to like a Democrat who's in office or something. Have them start talking about how much corporate greed and the lack of competition is is only amplifying the, the price increase epidemic we're seeing right now in, in this country. Um, until then, I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much.